Welcome everyone to episode one of the Unmastered Tapes. I'm joined by obviously my co-host Emmy. Emmy, you want to introduce? Was good. Show? Listen, first and foremost, yeah, we got to let the people know this is months in planning, months brainstorming, weeks, uh, uh, procrastinating, days, days. <laughs> so much time so has much passed, time. and we're finally here. We're finally yes. doing it. Finally, in your living room on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. The sun is shining. It is. The birds are tweeting. Tweeting. My nose is congested. Oh, yeah. You can hear it, can't you? It's COVID for sure. It, well, no, it's a cold. Oh, it's a cold. Okay. It's a cold. It's allergies. I have a deviated septum. Oh, okay. Is that it is? Deviated septum? Deviated septum. I think I have that too. Yeah. We'll get to that another time. But <laughs> yeah. listen, everyone needs to understand like why we're doing this and, you know, yeah. what is the purpose behind all of this? You know what? The purpose, like, what in one word? One word. It's just like creation wow creating things conversations <laughs> safe spaces art listen why don't i give a little <laughs> yeah, bit more sure. elaborate yeah go ahead backstory go ahead. to sure. what's going on yeah. here right so obviously emmy being the amazing creator she oh, is thank you created unmastered oh, created you. a zine out of it yes. and you know we were talking about this a couple of months ago and i was like man I love talking. I love hearing my voice, <laughs> as everyone does. And I was like, why don't we create like a little podcast Yeah, where we invite all the people that you featured on the zine. I love it. And get them to talk about their story. Exactly. It's, you know, it's about storytelling. Exactly. It's about who people are. Exactly. It, it, there's no like formality here. No, no, no. I just want to like get to know people and not feel like we have to be like so successfully like up there or well known to be talking to each other exactly and and i even take back successful because i feel like that could mean that could mean so many things mm. but you know what i mean i right? know exactly what you mean yeah. that's exactly i know exactly what you mean but before we get to all these amazing people that you featured on the zine and yeah. you know interviewing them and whatnot we thought it made perfect sense that we start the first episode with the creator behind all of this right yourself yes <laughs> And, um, you know, talk a little bit about your journey and your story and like, why did you even create all of these things mm -hmm. that we call now Unmastered? Yes. You know, so we'll, we'll take a little step we'll we'll back. A little step back. Um, so first and foremost, let's take it, you know, all the way back when you were a little teeny tiny. Little Emmy. Little Emmy. Emmy Had a unibrow, had a mustache. Yo. I had hairy arms, hairy legs. Oh my God. <laughs> Outside burns. So, I was cute. I was so, of course you were. Of course. Did you did you you know have a routine where like I know for myself, <laughs> I would you know shave off the unibrow, <laughs> shave uh, off like you know. No, my mom wouldn't let me do anything until I was in high school. Really? So in grade seven and eight, when um, kids would wear shorts to go outside, I'd yeah. have like my little hairy legs. Oh wow! And people would make fun of me. And my mom, I go home and ask my mom like, "Let me shave my legs. Let me wax." Them. She's like, "Nope." <laughs> You're not you're not ready yet. You're not there yet. And like I don't you know what like, lesson that was because I it yo, didn't I, I don't feel anything from that lesson. I know exactly what lessons you're okay. trying to what teach. What was it? Building character. Character. Look at, you know what? Yeah. It makes sense because she wouldn't let me touch my eyebrows. <laughs> and right now I think I have really great eyebrows. You but do. but back then I also had great eyebrows, but I had I didn't have eyebrows. I had eyebrow. Mm. I had a unibrow, dude. Mm. And I I was being teased at school, so I went home. I went to my mom's like little vanity table. I got her tweezers, yeah. and I plucked my unibrow and my eyebrows 
so poorly that like there was just a tiny little thin hair line hairline and when i when she got home from work she was so mad at me she was like this is what all these white kids are doing to you i felt so bad i'd never (laughs) touched my eyebrows since then now i just let them grow out i do touch my unibrow obviously yeah yeah. but that was a good lesson for me to just embrace you know embrace the brow i love that and while you were embracing the brow were you like in your room and you were like, you know what? I don't need these friends and kids all <laughs> bullying me and whatnot. Let me put this energy into creativity. Art. Art. Creation. Creation. You know what? I think I was always a little creative, maybe because I was, you know, being bullied on the playground. <laughs> so I put that that frustration towards art projects. Okay. Okay. Maybe now that I'm reflecting on it. Yeah. <laughs> what was like the first art project where you started to create and you were like, I kind of like this. I want to make mm. a, make this a full-time job at two years old. <laughs> at two years old. Yeah. Uh, you know, my mom used to uh, get us plasticine. I don't know if you know what that is. It's kind of like Play-Doh. Oh, okay. It's just a little th- uh, thicker. Yeah. And you can, you can bake it and it becomes hard. Like you can, it's like yeah so she used to get plasticine and me and my siblings used to sit at the table every day in the summer and make like little creations out of plasticine so i'd make little boards of like it would it's kind of like play-doh so imagine just like play-doh but like you know i'd I'd make the sun and i make a blue sky and i make a a little character of myself with a little dog in a house so you create these little things with your hands and then she would glaze she would put a glaze on it and she would bake it and she would frame it no way yeah actually we go back to my house i'll show it to you but that was the first time i remember being like oh wow not only am i creative but it's like framed Mm. like so she's proud of it it's on the wall yeah 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 Yeah. i would hope she is as a mother you know yeah otherwise she would just be like this is garbage get this shit out of here (laughs) like what you know maybe it's part of her building character yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) okay so like that was like the first few projects Mm -hmm. where you're like okay i kind of like this yeah but like you know how did you kind of go into a place of like okay i want to do this yeah because like well let's take a step back actually because i feel like you know you have a very unconventional way of being who you are today and what you pursue is because you went to school not doing design or anything related to creative right yeah that's so true i went to school for international basically international relations you wanted to be like an ambassador i wanted to work at the un i wanted to be in new york i wanted to be at the un headquarters yeah i think that was my intention going into university because i thought that was what uh would become a job i didn't think creative Mm. hobbies and passions were jobs which now in hindsight is so funny to think about because so many people around us have these incredibly creative lives yeah. and, and do creative work as their full-time role and not really conventional like doctor, accountant, like politician. Like those are things that maybe growing up I was like, oh, I have to be one of those. But now it's like a little more broad, right? Yeah. So yeah, I went to school for global studies. Um, and then after that, I decided that wasn't a career I wanted. I was getting into photography from my dad. My dad was, um, he bought a camera in his early years. And so then I just had an interest growing up but then it wasn't until I was in university that I picked up the camera really and just like played around with it um was it difficult though like to pivot from okay you went to school for a certain thing you like got a degree you were pursuing something and then having the realization of like but uh, you know <laughs> but uh, like, you know yeah different. I think like 
I think it depends. I think I was lucky that first of all, my parents accepted the mm. fact that I was doing that. I think if my parents didn't agree with it, it'd be really hard to feel like that was a good move for me to make. Yeah. But they were supportive. I think they were hesitant, but they didn't really, they kind of let me figure it out, which was, I think the number one step that was helpful. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think just from there, I, I graduated global studies. I did a master's in digital media, which still left me a little bit unsure of what that future looked like. Mm-hmm. And then it was, yeah, throughout some other like kind of volunteer experiences that I landed into graphic design. And then now I'm turning design and photography into like a full time thing. So I think um, it sometimes feels like I am at a disadvantage because I haven't done a design I don't have a design degree yeah. I don't have like an art or photography degree not that you need those things but sometimes I do wonder if it would fill some of the gaps that I have um, and I could certainly learn those gaps through YouTube or through maybe other courses or diplomas but like just haven't had the chance so I think it wasn't really hard but I think just in general it is a challenging space to be in without a degree sometimes or without um, any kind of formal workshop or education behind you it can be challenging do you actually feel that because I feel like being in the creative like creative world it's all practical it's not theory based yeah like, whereas that's true when you're going to school it's all like in my opinion yeah it's like it's yeah. a lot of like theory you're trying to understand like how does this work compared to this and you know as a creative i feel like it's like you trial by fire like you yeah. learn through just doing things no that's fair and like igniting the creativity in I think you. that part comes naturally and that's what you you don't always need to be taught in school yeah the general curiosity for learning the 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 passion the creativity behind your ideas like sometimes you can't just you can't teach that as easily yeah. but I think the part that I would have benefit benefited learning at school was maybe more the business side of things um even when to get granular like in thinking about design like learning about how to properly send things for print that's like a whole world that like i i I don't have a natural because it's so technical i don't have a natural inclination to know i have to research and figure it out and i'm learning but um people who go to school and learn certain things like publishing or um typesetting or um again the more business side of things like i feel like they might understand things a little better than someone who might not who might not have gone to school right but again that's not to say like i would not go back to school because I'm too deep into the self-teaching journey that yeah, like there's yeah. no point. I'm already halfway there, more than halfway there. Yeah, so. I, I I do feel like nowadays it's so easy to learn through like networking, right? Like you yeah. meet other creatives like yourself, and like you can learn from them. And like you said, like how to YouTube videos. Like there's so much yeah. content that's out there that you can learn um, and substitute to like actual learning that you would get from university or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I feel like... So true. Yeah. I feel like given that you still didn't have a des- design degree and being able to still pursue a career in design in a way um, says a lot. It's For like sure. you're not too close to the photo, which is kind of like mm-hmm. a different perspective that some people may not, yeah, you know, like that's have. That's so true. So I think it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting. But from there, like, okay, so... Going from global studies, figuring out, okay, this is not what I want. I kind of want to, like, get into, like, the creative world. And that was ignited through photography. Yeah. And talk talk a little bit about, your, like, you know, photography journey. Like. Yeah. I mean, I think it started when I was in my late teens. Um, I mentioned before, like, my dad had a camera. He bought a DSLR. Yeah. Um, and he just enjoyed taking photos. I think he, now that I'm, 
reflecting on it, it was around 2008. And I say that because it was the financial crisis, the recession. Oh, yeah. And I remember he picked up the camera because he didn't have a job. He lost his job. Mm. And he thought maybe he could do wedding photography. Really? As a hustle. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so then I remember he made a website. He had business cards. I think he did a couple of weddings. No way. And then I think he just kind of, he got a job and then he just put the camera yeah. down. So it was a temporary um, moneymaker, I think, yeah, during yeah, yeah. That, that time um, in his career, in his life. And then I picked it up and I was like, oh, I want to do what my dad does. So I picked up the camera. Nice. And yeah, we both went on like photo walks, like in Guelph and in like Kitchener Waterloo. Listen, don't ever disrespect I'm me. not. Did I disrespect it? Was it my tone? It was your Guelph. Tone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guelph. <laughs> um, yeah. And then from there, I just, I met some friends at school. Shout out Samson. Shout out Tega. Let's go. Who, uh, who we went out, out and we just like went to random places. I remember we went to like St. Jacob's or Alora or random railroad tracks in Kitchener and just like took photos, whether yeah. it was film, whether it was um, digital and just like practice with each other. And then that was the beginning of a portfolio. And then I met other people on Instagram who then wanted to go out and shoot in the city. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of it. A lot of it was just having fun with friends yeah. and not being so serious about it. There yeah. was no end goal, just having fun and learning. I love that. Yeah. And I think like your specialty now is like portraits. I love portraits. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, if, if I were to say I have a specialty, I think it's definitely portraits. I don't think any other type of, like, photography really speaks to me as much as, like, people. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, why specifically portraits? Like, what is it about the portraits where you're like, this is, like, my niche. Like, mm. I love. I don't know. I think like, I just. Like, I resonate with it. Like, yeah. there, there are certain portraits where you have, and I'm like, this is just such a raw moment that you've mm -hmm. captured. Yeah. Um, close up getting their pores and everything yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. but like what, yeah. why why are why? you so like attached to like the pores? yeah i think because like i don't know if i want to be really like deep probably because i think mm. i'm i'm an overall you know sensitive emotional person okay. generally yeah. and i love looking at imagery and looking at content that makes me feel something mm. so i would love to create that experience for others where when they look at photos or portraits that I take, they can feel something. It doesn't need to be like so deep, but just in the sense of like, I don't personally feel like you can get that from a, a landscape. Mm. I think landscapes are beautiful yeah. and they say a lot, but when you look at someone's face, you see their experiences, you see where they're from, you see their happiness, you see their pain. There's so much you can take from a photo of someone. Very true. And so I think that just speaks to me and I think I do well with people um, they don't usually mind if I'm literally up in their pores, <laughs> so it kind of works. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And then, and then from there, I think like photography, like sparked your interest yeah. in being in the creative world. Yeah, to begin definitely. With. And like now, like when you fast forward into like creating the unmastered series to begin with, mm -hmm. like why why what yeah, started like, it what started i think it was during the pandemic all right yeah I, I was uh you know we were we were in lockdown we down. were down bad down it was bad, bad. Yeah. it was bad i think it was in the winter time yeah no it was definitely in the summer but you know it was just like a time of like nothing's moving mm -hmm. and you know social media historically has been a place where everyone just sees everyone's highlights right. and you know we weren't even seeing anyone's highlights like everyone was down bad yeah, yeah. um and i think i just said to myself like yo why don't I just do what I've always wanted to do? Like what is actually stopping me from like hitting a goal? I've always had a goal of creating my own, like publishing or creating my own magazine. Um, no idea how, or like hadn't really thought about the marketing or like 
the numbers behind it but just wanted to do it so like what is stopping me actually nothing because we live in a day and age where accessibility through the digital world is like so it's just there you can you can publish things you can share things you can create things for free or like to a little for a little cost so that was the the initial thought was like why don't i just do this thing i've always wanted to do and then when thinking about what is what is the subject matter it was like well i think i've constantly had this feeling or philosophy within me of like I'm always yearning to be great at something Mm. like I always want to be good at good at a skill or like really great at photography or like something and then I'm always down on myself about it and I'm like I don't know if I can ever be you know at the level that I I aspire to be aspire to be at and then I kind of take a moment in the same train of thought and I'm like wait everything that I need to get there, I actually st- I have within myself. It's just a matter of discipline. It's a matter of dedication. All of these things that I already have within me that could help me master something, but like I don't need to search for it. It's mm. already you know it's I already brilliant. have it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought about you know how that that feeling, that train of thought, and then the word unmastered came to my head. Um, in thinking about you know like a demo tape that's you know it's 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 there it's like recorded it sounds great you just need to tweak it a little bit but like all you got to do is tweak it like you don't need to add a lot of things to it to make it incredible like the 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 perfection is already there it's in the it's in the track so kind of thinking about all these analogies and then um you know obviously very inspired by Kendrick Lamar yeah unmastered unmastered. Uh, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. tapes so or not tapes what is it called I think it was literally untitled right untitled and mastered yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. and so then yeah I I hyphenated un and then master just to kind of show that like you know the mastery part is there and I want it to feel like the whole essence of the project is that like we're all great at something and like sometimes it doesn't feel like that but like we have within ourselves to to reach that goal and I think that's not something just specific to people who are you know quote-unquote creatives I mean I think we can all be creative people even if you're not like an artist but it can be people who are maybe working in like crypto or like Mm -hmm. consulting or like finance whatever like you don't have to be an artist to kind of feel like you have this mastery within you you can have it in any like subject matter in your life kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. so that's kind of where the idea started I love that because you're right like I, I think like we're all trying to master something something in our lives like something may that be photography may that be cooking like whatever Mm. that is for you like we're all trying to master it and we always feel like we're not there yeah like we're in this journey of mastering it so i think like when i think about unmastered it's like to your point like we either are in this journey of mastering it we'll never get there because we're always kind of like striving for more like working towards it yeah so it's like you may not feel like you've mastered something and in this journey of mastery you're always unmastered mm-hmm. if that makes sense the amount of times you said mastery yeah, yeah, yeah i got to count it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You get what I'm yeah, to yeah exactly um so okay so that was like the idea behind yeah. why unmastered um from there you created i mean like the unmastered series covers other individuals as they're trying to master their craft mm-hmm. right but you also covered your own project. Yes, I did. And this honey project. Yes, I did. You know, talk talk to us about, about that. Yeah. yeah, honey is is a is a body of photography. It's a body of work that has featured um, nude or nearly nude women. Women. Period. Women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, it's a provocative, not suitable for work. Uh, body of work that yeah, definitely yeah, don't open it at work, don't open it at yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. um and it's just you know it's based on 
Yeah. Based on honey, honey, you know, in terms of like how the name yeah, started, yeah. Yeah. I, how I thought of it was like, well, honey, like actually honey, it comes in so many forms. It's like, it's liquid, it's um, solid, it's raw. It's like, oh my God, candy, there's honey candy. Like there's so many forms of honey. Yeah. Okay. And I was thinking about what, um, what could really, uh, like, What's the word I'm looking for? Symbolize? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Is it symbolize a good yeah, yeah. word? What could really symbolize like the content that I just have shot? Like, yeah. um, I have women who have taken off their clothes, mm. been completely vulnerable to be sitting here with me, have completely opened up their comfort zone and have allowed me into their personal space and into their safe space to like take these photos. Yeah. I was trying to think of what um, element could could symbolize this feeling and yeah. I, I felt i thought honey was the best one i just felt like as women as well we also come in so many forms you know i know i know men do too but we're not talking about men yeah, right yeah, now yeah. as women we come in so many forms and um we can be so many things and honey just felt like such a great way to explain who we are because you know we can be hard and strong when we need to, need to or we can be soft and and sweet sweet when we need to yeah so it kind of felt like a very applicable um applicable symbol yeah for this like after after having done like that project and like having gone through that specifically that series like coming out of it did you feel like this is going to be something I want to continue doing. Like, are you going to have other projects similar to honey or is it like one and done? I think so. I think I have to, I think like I just love shooting that subject matter so much. Yeah. And, um, the women who offered their time, my friends who offered their time to me, like they had such a positive experience that I know I can cultivate a safe space to, to have this kind of like, experience for people and yeah. they felt good after it and if they can feel good and i feel good then why not do it again 100 percent. and maybe add a little more like i don't want to say intention because i think there was still intention the first time but maybe think more about yeah add a little more weight to it yeah. next time think about how i can um evolve like this experience yeah, for people yeah. i yeah. think what i love about it is 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 like you're you know how like we always talk about like how kanye you can hear how he his life has evolved through mm -hmm. his music. Yeah. And I feel like I can see similar things with you in photography in the sense of like you went from portraits and yeah. like what that means to you and like why you like felt so attached to portraits to what this honey project is, which yeah. is not portraits at all. Not um, really. Yeah. yeah. It's more so about, you know, the body, the body. Close yeah. ups. Exactly. Yeah. Close up, still having the pores there, <laughs> but different kind of pores, yeah. you know. So I, I just love how like the transition from like portraits to like something so vulnerable, um, and like you know what it means. It anyone can interpret it, you know, however they exactly. want. Exactly. Yeah, I really obviously love that. Um, yeah. That series Thank and you. like that project that you've done, um, and so for anyone listening and haven't watched or seen this honey zine, um, definitely check it out. It's on our Instagram. Um, I think like definitely don't watch it at work. Yeah, <laughs> don't open it up at work. But I think if um you're interested, definitely check it out because mm -hmm. I think it really is one of like Emmy's definitely, definitely, definitely one of Emmy's like greatest works here. But yes, thank you. You know, with that being said, 
Um, we're going to round things off here. Round things off. We're going to end off this episode. End it off. And um, for everyone listening, thank you for listening to episode one. Yes, thank um, you so much for your time. Just a little bit of a sneak peek for a everyone. Bit, a little There's bit. There's a lot more that's about to come. We're going to be talking to um, people from different, I guess, like, Industries, crafts, yeah. Yeah, like we'll have people that are also photographers. Mm -hmm. We'll have people that are musicians, uh, chefs. chefs. Like there's a lot of people in the roster. And uh, similar to today, we're going to learn about their story. We're going to get an understanding of like why they pursued what their craft and like their um, pursuit of mastering that craft. And so stay tuned. And with that, we're going to end things off. You want to say something, you know, last, last thing. Oh, you want to last say? thing. Oh, what should we do? What should we do? You, you tell me. Um, how about we should end up every episode with like a piece of advice? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. What do you, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, you know, I'll keep it, I'll keep it very simple. Given that the theme of this, you know, uh, podcast is unmastered. I would just say anyone in their craft, in their profession, whatever they're doing, continue to pursue your uh, pursuit to mastery yes and just know that you're not alone in this pursuit of mastery and even though you may feel like you haven't mastered anything as long as you're getting one percent better and you're getting to that place where you feel like you're mastering it you're doing a great job that was full four, four times four times do you count four times i think what we should do is listen back and listen to how many times you've said unmastered exactly and uh then we'll know how many times you've and said then it. my piece of advice is to wear sunscreen great yeah, I always forget. I, I always that's, forget. That's a, and you never wear it. I don't. I think my melanin is strong <laughs> yeah. enough to hold off uh, the sun. Yeah. But anyways, thank you everyone for listening. This is episode one of Unmastered Tapes. And we out. We signing out. <laughs>